जय राधा माधव कुंज विहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज विहारी गोपीजन बल्लभ गिरिवरदारी जय गोपीजन बल्लभ गिरिवरदारी जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जमुना तीरा जमुना तीरा जय राधा जय राधा माधव कुंज विहारी हरि कृष्णा हरि कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम राम राम
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 नित्य गौर हरि बो हरि बो हरि बो हरि जय जय प्रभुपाद 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 जय ओं विष्णुपाद परमहंस परिव्रजकाचार्य अष्टोत्तरशत श्री श्रीमद अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपाद इस्कॉन फाउंडर आचार्य हिज डिवाइन ग्रेस शिल प्रभुपाद की जाय अनंत कोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जाय नामचार्य शिल हरिदास ठाकुर की जाय प्रेम से कहो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर शिवाशि गौर भक्त वृंद की जय श्री श्री राधा कृष्ण गोप गोपीनाथ श्याम कुंड राधा कुंड गिरि गोवर्धन की जय श्री वृंदावन धाम की जय श्री मथुरा धाम की जय श्री जगन्नाथपुरी धाम की जय श्री मायापुर नवद्वीप धाम की जय गंगा माई की जय जमुना माई की जय भक्ति देवी की जय तुलसी महारानी की जय हरिनाम संकीर्तन की जाय समवेत भक्तवृंद की जाय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू द असेंबल डिवोटीज ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री गुरु एंड श्री गौरांगो ऑल ग्लोरीज टू श्री प्रभुपाद नमो विष्णुपदाय कृष्ण पृष्ठाय भूतले श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी नितिनामिने नमस्ते सरस्वती देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चत्यिणे शील प्रभुपाद की जय श्रीमद्भागवतम फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर ट्वेंटी फाइव टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी
Nasam. Okay, I. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskritya Naranchaiva Naruttamam Deving Sarasatim Vyasam Tato Jaya Mudirai Nashtuprayeshu Abhadreshu Nittang Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttama Shloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Nasam Varora I'm sorry, it'll be Varoru Annatama Annatama. Annatama. So this is a Sandhi. Bararvannatama. Baroru Annatama is Bararvannatama. Bhubi. Sprik. Purim. Iman. Vira. Varena. Sakam Arhasi Alankartum Adabra Karmana Lokam Param Shreer Eva Jagapungsa Nasang Barorvanna Tama Bhubisprik Purim Imang Biravare Nasakam Arhasalang Kartum Madabra Karmana Lokang Param Shri Riva Jagga Pungsa Nasang Barorvanna Tamabhu Vishprik Purim Imang Viravare Nasakam Arhasalankartum madabhra karmana Lokang parang shri riva jagga pungsa Nasang barorvanna tamabhu vishprik Purim imang viravare nasakam Arhasalankartum madabhra karmana 
लोकं परं श्रीरिव जगपुंसा fortunate one annatama anyone bhubis prik touching the ground purim city imam this viravarena the great hero sakam along with arhasi you deserve alankartum to decorate adabhra glorious karmana whose activities lokam world param transcendental shri the goddess of fortune eva like jagapumsa with the enjoyer of all jagyas translation by his divine grace shri prabhupan o greatly fortunate one it appears that you are none of the women i have mentioned because i see that your feet are touching the ground 
But if you are some woman of this planet, you can, like the goddess of fortune, who, accompanied by Lord Vishnu, increases the beauty of the Vaikuntha planets, also increase the beauty of the city by associating with me. You should understand that I am a great hero and a very powerful king on this planet. Please repeat after me. O greatly fortunate one, it appears that you are none of the women I have mentioned because I see that your feet are touching the ground. But if you are some woman of this planet, you can, like the goddess of fortune, who accompanied by Lord Vishnu, increases the beauty of the Vaikuntha planets. Also increase the beauty of this city by associating with me. You should understand that I am a great hero and a very powerful king on this planet. Looks like someone is standing outside. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. There is a diff there is a difference between demoniac mentality and devotional mentality. Devotees know perfectly well that the goddess of fortune, who is a constant companion of Vishnu or Narayan, cannot be enjoyed by a living entity. This higher sense of understanding is called Krishna consciousness. Nonetheless, everyone wants to become happy by imitating the prosperity of Narayan. In this verse, Puranjana states that the girl appears to be an ordinary woman. However, since he is attracted by her, he requests that she become as happy as the goddess of fortune by associating with him. <coughs> Thus he introduces himself Thus he introduces himself as a great king with great influence so that she might accept him as a husband and be as happy as the goddess of fortune. To desire to enjoy this material world as a subordinate to the subordinate of the Supreme Personality of Godhead is godly. The demons, however, want to enjoy this material world without considering the Supreme Personality of Godhead. This is the difference between a demon and a demigod. The word Bhubishprik mentioned in this verse is very significant. When the demigods sometimes come to this planet, they do not touch the ground. Puranjana could understand that this girl did not belong to the transcendental world or the higher planetary system because her feet were touching the ground. Since every woman in this world wants her husband to be very influential, rich and powerful, Puranjana, to seduce the girl, introduced himself as such 
personality, as such a personality. In the material world, whether one be a man or a woman, one wants to enjoy. A man wants to enjoy a beautiful woman, and a woman wants to enjoy a powerful, opulent man. Every living entity who possesses such material desires is called Purusha, an enjoyer. Superficially, it appears that the women that the woman is the is the enjoyed and the man is enjoyer but internally everyone is an enjoyer consequently everything in this material world is called maya oh greatly fortunate one it appears that you are none of the women i have mentioned because mentioned because i see that your feet are touching the ground but if you are some woman of this planet, you can, like the goddess of fortune, who accompanied by Lord Vishnu, increases the beauty of the Vaikuntha planets, also increase the beauty of this planet by associating with me. You should understand that I am a great hero and a very powerful king on this planet. So... <clears throat> The characteristics of King Puranjana, the Puranjana story is going on. It's actually beginning, so to say. Puranjana story is somewhat beginning. Puranjana, uh, while traveling, the living entity traveling in the material nature uh, is, uh, has been endowed, has been awarded with a human form. And that also in Bharatvarsha, where he actually gets the good fortune of uh, becoming uh, Krishna conscious. Yesterday I discussed that the glory of the land of India or Bharatvarsha is that this is the land where Vedic culture is available, generally. Vedic culture was not available in other planets before, other parts of the world before. So much so that other ages, they did not go out of India. Uh, the saintly people, people with Vedic wisdom, did not go out of India. They used to consider that ocean should not be crossed. Uh, but that was uh, not so, not so generous attitude. Although sadhus generally didn't go out of India those days, uh, but Prabhupada decided to go out of India. That also leaving Vrindavan. And that also at the age of 70, 69. Prabhupada left India when he was 69 and he was 70 when he reached America. Prabhupada celebrated his birthday uh, in the ocean, on the ocean, in the ship. Uh, so this is how uh, we can see how generous uh, Srila Prabhupada was. So <clears throat> he went and he distributed Krishna consciousness and as a result of that people are getting Krishna consciousness all over the world. Otherwise they didn't have this good fortune. Uh, people outside of India did not have the good fortune, although many people have gone out 
some many sadhus went out, but uh, they did not. They were supposed to have spoken about Vedas, Vedic wisdom, but at least they didn't give Krishna consciousness, which is the ultimate achievement of the Vedic wisdom, ultimate perfection, ultimate goal of Vedic wisdom. During Prabhupada's time also, when Prabhupada was in America, there were so many sadhus, so many gurus, so many yogis was in America, but uh, none of them spoke about pure devotional service. Uh, and as a result of that, we see, uh, they may have gathered a few followers, uh, but did not really achieve very much. They may have gathered some followers, they may have made some money, um, but they did not benefit the people of that country, those countries. Still now people think that Vivekananda was the great spiritual personality who uh, took the Vedic, uh, or rather who conquered the West. That's what Ramakrishna Mission tries to portray. But what did Vivekananda achieve? Uh, how many Western followers Vivekananda had? Uh, he had one follower, Sister Nivedita. And that one follower became so famous. He brought one Mem Sahib to India. But Srila Prabhupada brought hundreds of uh, white women, uh, Mem Sahibs. And made them wear sari. You see the picture of Sister Nivedita. She is not wearing sari. She is still wearing gown. Uh, but all these devotees that Srila Prabhupada made, they uh, are wearing saris. They adopted the Vedic culture completely. The men were wearing dhotis and kurta, and women were wearing saris. Even those days. Uh, so that is the gift of Srila Prabhupada. And not only Prabhupada made them wear saris and dhotis, not that Srila Prabhupada taught them how to eat with hands, uh, not that Srila Prabhupada taught them how to cook uh, with uh, Indian spices <laughs> and ghee, uh, but Prabhupada made them into devotees of Krishna. They became transformed totally. They became devotees of Krishna. And still now, this movement is spreading uh, so extensively all over the world. That is the real goal of Vedic culture. And this is how we can see what Srila Prabhupada has given to the world. And what Shilu, how Srila Prabhupada actually extended the glory of India. Like today, the real glory of India has been established in this way. Uh, the people are accepting the Vedic uh, way of life. And Vedic way of life means devotional service to Krishna. Impersonalism is not the goal of life. 
Veda's goal is not impersonal. That's one stage. Impersonalism is one stage. Like in the early stage of education, they are taught something. Like B.A.T. Bat, C.A.T. Cat, M.A.T. Mat. <laughs> but that B.A.T. Bat, C.A.T. Cat is not the goal of English language. The goal of English language is to read the books in this language. So impersonalism is just the initial stage of the spiritual understanding. Like, what is actually the basic concept of impersonalism? The basic concept of impersonalism is Brahma Jyoti. Jyoti. Jyoti means light. This is the world of darkness, that's the world of light. That is the first understanding. It's the world of light. Tamaso ma jyotir gamayo. Tamaso means darkness. From the world of darkness you go into the world of light. But just world of light is not everything. It's a world. When you go there, it's a world of light. But in the light you see there are so many things. There are so many planets. Vaikuntha planets. Ajuddha planets. Dwarka planet. And ultimately, topmost region is Vrindavan. So that's why those who are positively situated, like uh, for example, Narad Muni, four Kumaras, initially they were impersonalists. But then they became personalists. Like you go to the primary school, and then you go to secondary school and high school and so forth. And gradually you make advancement. That is uh, the positive way of approaching, positive way of moving. Uh, but Mayavadis, they are negative impersonalists. The difference between positive impersonalists are Brahmavadi and Mayavadi. Initially, uh, one can be a Brahmavadi. Upanishad is actually speaking about Brahma and apparently the Upan students of Upanishads are apparently Brahmavadis. But the difference between a Brahmavadi and a Mayavadi is that a Mayavadi thinks that the form of the Lord is Maya. Uh, the form of the Lord is material. Therefore, they do not have any possibility of accepting the transcendental form of the Lord. The Lord's form is spiritual. But they have concluded that the Lord's form is material. Therefore, they don't have any possibility of understanding that the Lord's form is spiritual. Whereas the Brahmavadis, they know that this is Brahman, the spiritual life, spiritual world is Brahma Jyoti, light, the world of light, Brahman. And then uh, they are open to understand uh, further. So Shankaracharya came and established Mayavad, which has been very, very damaging. Mayavadi Krishna Aparadhi. The Mayavadis are offenders to Krishna, therefore they are doomed. They don't have any hope. Whereas Brahmavadis are okay. Like Sukhdev Goswami was a Brahmavadi, initially. Four Kumaras were Brahmavadis, initially. 
Hmm? But then they could uh, understand. I'm sorry, I mentioned Narad Muni. I actually meant Sukadev Goswami, uh, not Narad Muni. So, <clears throat> Narad Muni was always a devotee from his previous life even. So, so the ultimate goal of spiritual understanding, ultimate goal of the Vedic wisdom is to understand the spiritual reality the way it is uh, with different, uh, different levels of realization. First is Brahman realization. Mm. Then uh, he comes to Vaikuntha. Uh, then from Vaikuntha, then again if you can, if you can go further, he goes to Ayodhya. He goes to Dwarka. He goes to Mathura Mandal. And finally he goes to Golok Vrindavan. So human life is actually meant for achieving this goal. But uh, when one gets a human form of life, Initially he wants to enjoy because the nature of everyone is to enjoy. Everybody wants to enjoy. So Vedas are giving that opportunity. Okay, you want to enjoy, enjoy. And in order to how to enjoy, one needs intelligence. Hmm. That is uh, like that poor question came up yesterday during the class. That uh, in the in the previous verse in the purport, Srila Prabhupada identified Puranjana as in intelligence. Uh, but uh, later part in the in the chapter in this in Srimad Bhagavatam, it has been pointed out that Puranjana is a living entity and this woman is in intelligence. Uh, Puranjana is a living entity. But why Prabhupada did that? Uh, because it is with intelligence that he is deciding, I want to enjoy this woman. Uh, so that is one aspect of a living entity. In order to accept the in material intelligence, he has to have intelligence. Uh, so he is deciding. Uh, and his, uh, he is wooing uh, that woman, uh, flirting. Oh, you are this, you are that. Uh, and he is comparing this lady, this. He thinks when one, a living entity thinks that his intelligence is the most wonderful thing and with that he is going to enjoy this material world. Now this is the allegory, allegory. So in the allegory, the example is given just to make a real point. Like Puranjana is not... Uh, a king as such, but everybody feels like that, when he, especially when he gets a human form of life, especially when he gets an advanced human form of life. And the most advanced human form of life is the life in the Holy Land of India. So, he is now uh, considering, I want to enjoy. And now in order to enjoy, I need a woman. Similarly, a living entity, in order to enjoy, he needs his intelligence. The first covering in this material nature is the covering of 
ahankar false ego the second covering is the covering of intelligence and the third covering is the covering of the mind in this way a living entity becomes entangled with these three subtle elements becomes bound by these three subtle elements <coughs> and develops <coughs> and develops a subtle body the body consisting of false ego intelligence and mind and uh, what is the objective basically with the subtle body what does the subtle body want subtle body wants to enjoy and while he is trying to enjoy he is committing sinful activities and he is committing pious activities mm. pious activities and sinful activities as a result of pious activities he is enjoying as a result of sinful activities he is suffering mm. and as he develops his subtle body accordingly he gets his gross body subtle body is our creation gross body is nature's gift we are creating our subtle body with our karma but the way the subtle body takes the shape accordingly the mother nature accordingly mother nature gives the gross body uh, on that we don't have any control but we have the ability to control our subtle body and that is why uh, the vedic instructions how should one act uh, punya karma and uh, punya vedas are describing how to act in a pious way so that the subtle body will uh, get an appropriate opportunity and facility to Uh, enjoy in this material nature or even get out of this material nature and what is the ultimate consideration how can one get uh, rid of the subtle body we are bound in this material nature with the subtle body but the question is how can we get out of this bondage of the subtle body and the instructions are there Uh, very clear instructions are there in bhagavad gita hmm. mind what to do with the mind uh, arjun is asking what shall i do with the mind you are asking me to control the mind but how can i control the mind it's impossible bayoriva sudushkaram uh, that is as difficult as controlling the wind but krishna is giving the instruction abhasena tu kontaya vairagyena cha grihate like these are two factors abhyas and vairagya abhyas and detachment to matter abhyas to be connected to spiritual and vairagyena to detach from the material and what is the process man mana bhava mad bhakta what to do with the mind man mana bhava man mana bhava it is mind just think of me uh, think of me and in this way when you are constantly thinking of me tesham satat yuktanam bhajatan priti purvakam 
when one is trying to serve Krishna, being engaged in this way, uh, constantly, dadami buddhi yogam tam, Krishna is assuring, don't worry, I'll give you buddhi yoga. Uh, so this buddhi yoga will have two aspects. Uh, in one aspect of buddhi yoga, we will know um, how to utilize our intelligence properly. Uh, how to fix the mind in Krishna's thinking about Krishna. Uh, so, and the other is uh, how to become engaged in devotional service. Buddhi yoga is actually bhakti yoga. Buddhi yoga is bhakti. So initially sadhan bhakti, we try on our part, we try to render devotional service following the rules and regulations of the scriptures and then as a result of that, prema bhakti, loving devotion to Krishna. And now when one has become engaged in serving Krishna in this way, what, what happened to, now what happens to his false ego? Gone. Jiver sarupai, Krishner nittada. So when one has become Krishna's eternal servant, the false ego, the mistaken identity that I am this body, I am the enjoyer of this material nature, is gone. So at that time, iha jasya harer dasye, Karmana Manasa Gira. In this way, when one becomes engaged in serving the Supreme Personality of Godhead with his Karmana. Karmana is with body. Manasa, uh, with mind. And Gira with his words. Uh, karmana Manasa Gira. In whichever condition he may be in, uh, he is Jivan Mukta, he is liberated. Liberated while he is still in the material body, still in this material nature. He is apparently in the material nature, but he is liberated. So that is the goal of. Uh, Vedic wisdom. The Vedas are taking us to the point, uh, not artificially. Vedas are saying, do whatever you want. Fine, but follow the Vedas. You want to enjoy? Enjoy following the Vedas. You want to become liberated? Try to become liberated following the Vedas. So this is how you are on the, on the track. Uh, and then, if you are on the track, then you will come to the main point eventually. And what is the main point? The main point is pure devotion to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is the ultimate achievement that one receives by following the Vedic wisdom. Now, in other ages that was the process. Gradually, Karma Kanda, Jnana Kanda, Bhakti. Eventually, finally. But now, by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, Direct Bhakti. Uh, direct Bhakti. Uh, like don't have to go through any other process. 
And this is also a very interesting consideration. Why this special mercy? Uh, like Prabhupada gives the example in this respect, that generally when you want to be a PhD, you have to finish your school, you have to finish your college, you have to go to the university, get the masters, and then you write your thesis, uh, and then you become a PhD. It's a long process, uh, gradual process. But sometimes the university awards the PhD to somebody directly. Uh, he becomes a doctor, not even going to the university. Uh, not even even finishing a school. There are some individuals like that. Didn't even finish his schools, but became such an outstanding personality that he got a uh, PhD. Yeah, the university, big universities have awarded that. Like that's what happens sometimes when the big national leaders, like the president, goes to a big university, say Oxford University, the Oxford University awards him uh, the doctorate, doctor such and such, awarded from. Uh, like the other day I was reading, Narendra Modi first wanted to join Ramakrishna Mission. Uh, but they refused him because he was not a graduate. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was, he's not a graduate but look at him. Now when Narendra Modi will go to Oxford, maybe Oxford will award him uh, PhD. And he is so exalted that 25,000 PhDs are working under him now. <laughs> That's what we tell them also, tell people, that we don't have to be PhDs. I have so many PhDs working. <laughs> Prabhupada used to also say that. I have so many PhDs as my disciples. Uh, so I'm the guru of PhDs. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> so generally, uh, one has to struggle so much to become, uh, to achieve devotion. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu awarded devotion directly. Mm. No consideration of qualification. Uh, in this respect, uh, there is a very nice anecdote. That <coughs> one day, Srimati Radharani, she was a little child, little girl. Mother Jashoda took Radharani to Vrindavan, uh, Braj. And she showered her affection and steeped her with her love. So when Radharani went back to Varshana, King Brishubhanu asked Radharani, Lali, kaisa laga Vrindavan? She said, very, bahut achha, very nice. And she kept on describing what, how Mother Jashoda treated her, how Nanda Maharaj treated her, and she met so many friends there. And, uh, but then she said, uh, Papa, one thing I didn't like. King Brishubhanu became quite alert. What is there in Vrindavan that Lali didn't like? Vrindavan is perfect. What can be there in Vrindavan? Uh, so he asked uh, 
What was that, Lali, that you didn't like? She said, <coughs> every morning, uh, Nandalala used to distribute prasad. And there used to be a big queue, long queue. People used to come to take prasad from Nandalala. But Nandalala would give prasad to those who had the patra, who had a pot. But those who didn't have the pot, Nandalala sent them back. Go get a pot and then come back. <laughs> and when they came back, they had to stand at the back of the line. <laughs> and those, and there were some who were so poor that they didn't have any patra. So they were deprived of Nandalala's prasad. So that is one thing I didn't like. Why Nandalala refused those who didn't have the patra? So King Vrishabhanu sent a message to Nanda Maharaj. See, Lali is talking about speaking like that. What actually happened? So Nandalala called Krishna, Krishna, Lali complained. <laughs> that unless that you refused those who didn't have the patra. Then Krishna said, okay, since Lali wanted it, so I have to do something, but what to do? Here I cannot give prasad unless one has a patra. So anyway, now that Lali wanted, I will, in the mood of Lali, I will give prasad to those who didn't even have any patra. <laughs> so who is that? Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Patra means? Patra means yagata. <laughs> Krishna gives Krishna Prem only to those who has who are qualified. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is distributing it to those who don't have any qualification. So that is the special prerogative, special advantage, special benefit of this age of Kali. Uh, even though we don't have any patra, uh, but Krishna is giving it, Radharani is giving it. Come, take Krishna Prasad. So that is uh, the goal of life. Thank you very much. Does anybody have any question? Yes. This last story you said was just so incredibly beautiful. <laughs> I just raised a question uh, in my mind that does that mean that this mood that Lord Chaitanya came with is actually, it's Radharani is doing rather than Krishna's own compassion. Krishna became Radharani. Isn't it? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Is it Krishna or Radharani? So Krishna became Radharani. He is Krishna, but he is acting like Radharani. That is what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. Like Radha Bhavad Duti Shubalitang Naomi Krishna Sarupam. Krishna 
with the complexion of Radharani and mood of Radharani. So mood of Radharani means as Srimati Radharani. Hmm. Yeah. When Krishna assumes the mood of Radharani, he acts like that. This also, there are two reasons for that. One is external, one is internal. Why Krishna came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? The external one is to give what he didn't give before. Anar Pita Chodding Chirat Karunayavatirna Kalu. Samarpoitum unnato jala rashan sa bhakti shriyam. Right? The Chaitanya Charitamrita is explaining that point. Jatishto bihari Krishna kare antar dhan. Antar dhan kori mone kare onuman. Chirokal nahi kori prema bhakti dhan. Bhakti bina jagotir nahi avasthan. After performing his Braja Leela, uh, Jatishtu Brihari abundantly, mm, profusely performing his pastimes in Braja, Krishna, Krishna withdrew his pastimes. Krishna disappeared. And then he considered Antardhan Kori Mone Kori Onuman. He considered after that. This Braja Prem I don't give all the time. But without this love, there is no meaning of this creation of this material world. The purpose of the material world is to achieve that love. Mm. Therefore, mm, he came as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And the internal reason is, <coughs> Krishna wanted to know uh, what is the glory of Radharani's love? Hmm. What is there in him that attracts Radharani so much? He himself wondered, what is there in me that is attracting her? And he wanted to know by loving him, what kind of joy does she experience? So in order to understand these three things, he appeared from the um of Mother Sachi, just as the moon appeared from the milk ocean. Hmm. Yes? Maharaj, thank you very much for this wonderful class. Actually, I had a question in yesterday's class. Yeah, sure. It's regarding like the relationship between the devotees. Yesterday you described how the devotees after some time or some sannyasi, they leave the movement. I mean, they might change the ashram. Sometimes what happens we are, when we are discussing with some new devotees, new comers, sometimes they go on the internet and you know, all other information. They come with such questions. So when we describe them, so there is always there is a question in the back of the mind that uh, I might be committing some offense against those devotees because anyway they were the Vaishnavas, they are the Vaishnavas. There is always a question in the mind that we are committing some offense against them. And uh, so, shall we always uh, avoid such kind of talks or like 
how to deal with such kind of questions it is not. Good, very good point. These topics have to be dealt with cautiously. Mm. But at the same time, devotees shouldn't be kept, even though they may be new devotees, they shouldn't be kept in darkness. Like it's better that they hear from us and understand the topic than go to the internet and get to see what, you know, the, uh, some nonsense individual is saying. You know, like, ultimately, even if someone has fallen down, it doesn't matter. But devotional service is so powerful that it remains with him. Like, I'll tell you the example. Uh, I'll give you an example. <coughs> One devotee, he was a sannasi. After Prabhupada's disappearance, he left his con and, you know, completely left completely got lost. So much so that he got AIDS. You know, out of what kind of lifestyle one gets AIDS. Uh, so he got AIDS. And he was dying. So, <coughs> he was living with a girl. Anyway, so he died. So this woman, he didn't, she didn't know Iskon or what Iskon was, even didn't know what Prabhupada was, who Prabhupada was. So one day she met some devotee and she asked, Can you tell me who is Prabhupada? Or she may even ask, What is Prabhupada? You know, she was so much in ignorance. And <coughs> then this person asked, why are you asking? What, you know, why do you want to know? So she told about her boyfriend. At the time of dying, he practically sat up and said, Prabhupada, you came. And he left his body. So see, and this is how Prabhupada is going to take care of the devotees who had their, committed themselves to him. <coughs> but at the same time, huh, like what they have gone through, there is no harm in discussing with the proper understanding. Well, it happened, it happened, so what? Like ultimate consideration is the uh, ultimate end. What we go through life is not important. How we face our death, that's what is important. So, that's why, you know, like, this is our consideration also that, you know, we are dealing with mature individuals, grown-up individuals. So, like, say for example, the father may not discuss about intricate things of the family with the child. But when the child grows up, then he takes him into confidence and consults with him. So that's how we have to look at things. You have gone through various difficulties. So there is, you know, like, 
posterity needs to know. Mm. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Deviation, you know, can happen in various ways because Maya is strong. Maya can always allure anybody practically. Mm. So, but the thing is, it is said that the fall down mm, after becoming a devotee is generally due to offenses. Because once you take shelter of Krishna, Krishna gives you protection. Hmm? But Krishna fails to give protection when there is offense to the Vaishnavas. Hmm? Like Durvashamuni. He went all the way to Narayan, Vaikuntha. He said, look, I can't do anything. He committed offense to Ambarish Maharaj. So in that case, Krishna remains helpless. Yes, what's your question? Uh, I want to openly discuss that, but there are certain restrictions. Your precious words are so touching that it touches mind and heart in equal proportion. I've learned a lot from you, and uh, I want to tell you that during my graduation, I was bedridden for one year. I could not pick up my legs, I could not walk. There were certain reasons. Because I went through this, uh, my the uh, reason I call it to like uh, my family, my friends who used to uh, bypass me and uh, used to mistreat me. I went out of my control. I was taking medicines and still now I'm taking medicines. I cannot fully concentrate on what I'm doing. Can you please tell me what to do? I want to read Bhagavad Gita, but while, come, while you are coming to the temple, what did you learn? What to do? Chant Hare Krishna. Just do that. Okay, that's, the, that's about the only thing that you have to do. Just do that. Uh, and uh, you are a vegetarian? I'm a pure vegetarian. Pure vegetarian. Very good. Uh, so, uh, chant Hare Krishna. And come to the temple, associate with devotees. Make friends with the devotees. Uh, Everything will be all right. Okay? Hare Krishna. Yeah, okay, yeah, there are some questions. Okay, Richa from Ujjain. Richa, are you in Ujjain? Then why aren't you not in class? Huh? No. No, she's another girl? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I was wondering. I knew I was joking. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Hare Krishna, nice to hear from you, Richa. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Dandavas Pranam. Recently, I met a friend who was with you on a flight from London. He mentioned about the future idea of projecting ISKCON as an educational institute. Also, he told uh, told there are five points. This is so wonderful. Can you put more light on it? 
Rupa Gaur, okay, it is from Rupa Gaur Das. Thank you, Rupa Gaur. Who is that friend of yours? Is that Prashant? Prashant Goswami? Uh, maybe you can make it more clearly, like what I discussed with him, so that it will be easier. Because as you said, he told there are five points. Uh, I have to, you have to refresh my memory about that. Uh, if possible, just give me those five points or the background so that I can explain it. Thank you. <coughs> Tribhanga Mohan Das, also from Ujjain. <laughs> Hare Krishna Maharaj, Pam Ho. Being a devotee, we may not grossly try to enjoy Lord's resources, energies, but there is a tendency to procrastinate, postpone in rendering sevas. So how to overcome such tendencies? Uh, <laughs> there is a tendency to procrastinate. Here, see, that is one of the disqualifications that people have in the age of Kali. They're lazy. Procrastination is due to laziness. So, uh, therefore, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago. <laughs> wake up, wake up. Don't be lazy, become active uh, and become engaged in serving Krishna. Uh, when the opportunity comes to serve Krishna, don't procrastinate. Just do it. Considering that that is the greatest opportunity that you have received. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Yes. Like I think yesterday and day before yesterday, both days I actually mentioned uh, that Sura and Asura, those who accept Krishna's arrangement, they are Suras or demigods. Those who defy Krishna's arrangement, they are the demons, Asuras. Uh, so everyone is trying to enjoy this material nature, but when you try to enjoy accepting Krishna as the Supreme Personality of Godhead and all these facilities for enjoyment are simply due to His causeless mercy and remain grateful to Him. That is divine. Right? So there is no harm in enjoying. But accept it with huh, due proper gratitude to Krishna. Oh Krishna, you are so kind. Uh, so devotees are not deprived of anything. Uh, like with devotional, the wonderful thing about devotional service is uh, 
devotees enjoy while in this world and devotees enjoy when they go back to Godhead. An example is, <clears throat> say, uh, the US government sent an amb ambassador in some other country. When that ambassador goes to the other country, does he suffer? He gets the best of treatment, right, as an ambassador. Although he is away from home, uh, because he is serving the government. Mm. And when he comes back home, then naturally he enjoys more. Uh, another example is, in the, pris the prison house is meant for the prisoners. Right? But those who are serving the king, are they prisoners? In the prison house? The king's appointed employees, are they pr imprisoned there, although they are in the prison house? So that is what happens to the devotees of the Lord. Because they are serving the Lord, because they have become the agents of the Lord, even though they are in the prison house of this material nature, they are getting, uh, they are not bound, they are not imprisoned, they are not suffering, uh, they enjoy. Okay? <clears throat> Rohini Nandandas, New Orleans. Hare Krishna Maharaj, it was so nice. Past time you told about the about Srila Prabhupada taking the disciple at the time of death. You are mentioning about Putra and who is not Patra and who is not Patra. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came down and gave love to everyone. But Mahaprabhu gave love to only to Bharatvarsha people. I was wondering what is the position of Srila Prabhupada who gave love to everyone on this earth. Please. Yes, Rohininandan, what is there to say? You have said it already. <laughs> you see, it is the, a natural characteristic of the Supreme Personality of Godhead that He tries to glorify His devotee even more. Just like the Father, uh, He does something very wonderful, but He wants His Son to even excel Him. And when He, he facilitates the Son, Beta jao, jake, America me branch kholo. Uh, I'll supply all the money uh, and you go and expand the business. And not only in America, then the sun actually spreads it all over the world, the company's business. So that's what Srila Prabhupada did. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu started the business with Nityananda Prabhu, uh, a joint venture in India. The company was doing very well. But then the company went uh, suffering a lot. The business almost dwindled to nothing. Then came Bhakti Vinod Thakur. <laughs> he started revived the business. Then came Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. Established the business in India. And then came Srila Prabhupada. Uh, took the business to America and then from America all over the world. <laughs> So that is what Srila Prabhupada's position is. Thank you, Rohini Nandan. Yes. Yeah. 
broken into three parts. There is, it is also mentioned one dollar Jeep Dondo. Huh? Jeep Dondo is another. Deep Dondo. Jeep Dondo. Okay, what happened? Yeah, apparently Mahaprabhu took uh, Ekadanda Sannas. Uh, Mahaprabhu didn't take three Danda Sannas. But Nitananda Prabhu pointed out, no, Mahaprabhu took three Danda Sannas by breaking the Danda in three parts. Uh, actually, four parts. Three Danda Sannas has four sticks, not three sticks. To prove that Maha, what the Sannas that Mahaprabhu took was Vaishnava Sannas, not Mayavadi Sannas. <coughs> and Jeevdanda, Jeevdanda means the living entities, material nature of suffering. Danda means suffering, punishment. The Jeevas as being. Choose the Guru himself from whom you must take initiation, or put the preacher, his counselor, would you No, one should decide his Guru himself. About the Guru selection, in ISKCON, we have a GBC has a, a resolution that there should not be any canvassing and there should not be any pressure or coercing. It's left completely up to the individual to decide who he wants to se select as his guru. There is a condition, the next question, that what about the temple in which only one guru is visiting, but there are, there are disciples of different different gurus? What should the counselor do? Well, it is one family. In the family, there may be so many cousins. Uh, does the family have to have... Uh, okay, father makes the family, the head. Uh, but then, is it desirable that the with the different brothers, the family splits, breaks down? It's happening in the age of Kali. Uh, especially when the brothers get married, they move out of the house. Right. But is it desirable? At least in the context of ISKCON, no. It's not desirable. Therefore, it is very important that uh, we recognize the head of the family, Srila Prabhupada. And when, with Prabhupada in the center, we become related to each other. <coughs> Uresh Singhvi. We will pray to Lord Krishna for your spiritual advancement under the guidance and blessings of His Holiness Jayapataka Swami. Annalakshmi Mataji, wish you all the best progress in Krishna consciousness. Thank you very much. Hmm? <laughs> it's not a question, it's a comment somewhere. Any other question? Okay, last question. Pronouncing? Rama and Rama uh, on that day and one of the classes said hmm. Generally the word is Rama, Rama, but then it is sometimes Ram. Like in uh, addressing, it is sometimes pronounced as Ram. Ram, Ram. Hmm? Either way, it's alright. You see, like, uh, there is no hard and fast. Like sometimes you are singing, it is sometimes said Rama. Hmm? 
हरे कृष्णा गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि ओ अनदर क्वेश्चन Vishwarup Ahmedabad Thank you very much I am seeking your blessings today as today I completed 23 years My question is is there chanting can be in mode of passion <laughs> Okay thank you for your 20 30 oh, I'm sorry not 20 30 2nd years So thank you for completing your 32nd years and happy entrance to 33rd years <laughs> and we all wish you a very happy birthday my question is is there is there chanting can be in the mode of passion uh yes if one is in the mode of passion the his chanting can be in the mode of passion uh, like uh, for example one may be chanting the holy name but he's chanting with a desire to enjoy the material nature that will be the chanting in the mode of passion hmm but uh, the ultimately the chanting should transcend the modes pure chanting is transcending the modes of material nature hari krishna gaur premanande hari hari bol <laughs>